Yeah. Welcome back to the Bottom of the Net Podcast, episode 11. Uh, this week, we'll be talking about the NFL and a few topics. The first topic will be uh, ranking the greatest dual threat QBs all time, one through five. Uh, how do you feel about the NFL potentially expanding two teams in London? Uh, should there be outlets for football players who don't make the NFL, such as a G League or a CFL connected to the NFL? Um, NFL Power Rankings Week 6, 1-5, through five, and Dan Snyder's third on NFL Execs. Um, I got my guest here. Uh, I got Kyrie, uh, special guest CJ. <laughs> uh, let's get into the first topic, which is uh, ranking dual threat QBs all time, 1-5. through five. I'll let CJ start off since he's he's new here. All right. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello. How y'all doing? Well, my first five right now is my first five is Cam, Cam Newton, Mike Vick, Tyrod Taylor. And we're going to put in the new, obviously, I have to throw in my boy in there, Aaron Rodgers. But then we got to also throw in Pat Mahomes. You know, those are my top five right now. Everybody else, I don't know. I didn't really give them much as a chance. You know, people tend to overshadow Tyrod Taylor and forget that, you know, through years out the Bills, he carried that team. And if you want to think about it, there was only two players that you could think of that was a dual threat, especially with Aaron. There was only two other people you could think of, Tyrod Taylor and Cam Newton. At that time, who else could you think of? Nobody, really. At that time, Johnny Menzel? No, he wasn't really nothing. He was tough though in college, but we're not gonna get on that. Um, yeah, we don't. That's college. NFL, and college is two different types of energy. Yeah, two right. different types. You go, Kyrie. Five to one. So mm-hmm. five. The, let let my. I got some bangers in here for y'all. Feel me? Let me five. I got um Steve Young. Four. I got Andrew Luck. Three, I got Cam Newton. Two, Mike Vick, and then one, I got Lamar. Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Okay, okay. Can I ask a question? Do y'all think so? Just pre, just to piggyback off his list. Um. So you think Cam? Well, wait, you wait, think wait, uh, you think my pet? Hold on. Let me let me let me finish my list. Then we could we could discuss. Let me let me do my real quick. Yeah, yeah. So my list is Lamar Jackson one. Uh, Mike Vick two, Cam Newton three, Steve Young four, and Randall Cunningham five. That's my list. Um, now you could go. Well, okay. What you both okay. I just want to know, right? So y'all don't who y'all think is better, like up there? Do you think Pat Mahomes and Lamar Jackson is fighting for the same type of spot, or is it just like Lamar has it all the way? Like, go ahead, Kyrie. I think Lamar got it, bro. <laughs> that man Lamar got it. He got the number one spot locked. Like, like you can't argue the number one spot with Lamar. Like, there's no other quarterback that you can even think of. I can't even say MVP season Cam Lamar. Like, Lamar is the only true. Like, damn, you really got to watch out for his. Like, he faster than the DBs, the receivers. He faster than his running backs. Like, that man crazy. That man is crazy. For, for me, for me, it's like Pat is a dual threat. You know, he can improvise. He's more of an improviser. But Lamar 
he's he can put the ball on the ground and just actually get you 100 yards with 300, 300 passing yards. You feel me? Like, he could literally do that every game if he wanted to. If he conserves himself, he can go for 350 rushing yards. That's See, with Lamar is, though? Huh? The difference with Lamar is, though, is that he has breakaway speed. You feel me? Exactly. Like, once he hits that second level, like, there's not too many DBs in the league that could catch him. Why do you, PJ, why do you have Pat so hot high? On that dual threat list, I have Pat. I have Pat highs because um, at the end of the day, we have to all like look at the league for what it is. This is a passing league. It's gonna get done running sometimes. Yes, running the ball is cool and all, but we definitely have to l- notice the people before us. Some of them did run, and I'm sorry to say, but you said Andrew Luck, and Andrew Luck did not play that long. Who said Andrew uh, Luck? Who said Andrew Luck? You said Andrew Luck is Luther? Yeah. Oh, Luther. yeah, that's crazy. But he that's... didn't play that long. I don't like that one. So would you rather, you rather me say RG3 than Andrew Luck? I would, nah, you wanted, nah you, I'd rather you say Andrew Luck. Hold on, I'll give you why I would rather you say RG3 than Andrew Luck is because if, if RG3 was on a real team that backed him up and that really cared about him being healthy, they wouldn't even have let him put himself in jeopardy like that. They would have stopped him way before he even said, yo, let me go back out there. I can get the first. I can win this game. Nah, bro. There's a whole nother season behind this, bro. We need you. You healthy now. We see, we, we see the weakness. We can build off you right there, make you better, make you stronger, and we can make you into something that's great. But that team, I'm sorry. That 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 bad luck of the team, or you know, I'm just saying, it just feel like it just feel like Washington did not have his back at that point. Like as soon as he got hurt, look at his career; it just went downhill. He went I from feel the same way about Andrew's career, though. Like Andrew's career, it like Andrew's pivoted. He was healthy his first couple like seasons. His ceiling was higher. Exactly, his ceiling was higher. But if you don't have an O line to protect you, damn near ninety percent of your passing plays. You're gonna get smacked, bro. Yeah. But but here's here's what I'm saying though. Like RG RG three, it was okay. So if I had to ask y'all, who's better, Andrew Luck or RG three? But obviously, Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck yeah. right? Because he because he conserved himself more. He stayed in the pocket. He kept himself healthy. You know all that. So now, certain, do, you, yes. do, you, do you think that? Do you think if RG three would have went to like say if he would have went to my team, Green Bay? And Aaron got Aaron was leaving. Do you think he would have had the same outcome that he had when he was on Washington? No. So I really feel like we have to look behind teams that actually care about their players more than they care about the money. The mo- most of the time, this is a sport it's supposed to be about the sport, not the money. I understand they get paid, but let's 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 worry about them actually playing. I want to enjoy them playing. Like I want to see them win. Like. I want to see them at the same time. But at the same time, it still doesn't answer the question: Why RG three over Andrew Luck? Are you taking that one season? RG three had that it factor. He Mm. can bring a team to the playoffs. He had that it factor. So did Andrew. Andrew had some great playoff moments. He did. See, this is where this is where I was. I was going to ask you all this question earlier before when we was getting the order right. See, what's the criteria of a dual threat? Does an improviser, somebody who improvises, get Put under the same category as somebody who's a dual threat. 
Is it just like pocket passer and anything else is considered a dual threat? Is that how it works? No. Dual threat means um then you can't count then you can't count Pat. If that's the case. That's what I'm saying. That that's you feel me? You, you can't count Pat. If that's the case, I wouldn't count Andrew Luck either. So Because from from what you've just said, you said that it's a passing league, right? Yeah. He's an improviser. Right, but he doesn't use his legs as much as he uses. He doesn't use his legs as much as he uses his arm. Pat, he, yeah, Pat. I know Pat uses his legs though to improvise. But, but we're speaking in terms of R. Jackson and Mike Vick. Look, look, look dual, dual threat means what Kyrie said: be able to run the ball and pass. But at the same time, we are looking at a league that. Off rip, they just want you to pass the ball. They don't want you to run the ball. So it's like we, and then even too, if you really think about it, we have more running backs that's just out of the league and that's didn't even finish their careers out of the league more than a little. Like these running backs ain't, <laughs> you get on this team, unless you show that you're a dominant force playing running back, you're not going to be getting the ball with 20 touches a game. <laughs> The last, the last real run dominant team I could think of is like the Jags with with uh, Leonard Fournette on it. Like that's the last real the Jags. True. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, Leonard Fournette when he was on the yeah, Jags. I would say, I would say, the Browns right now with Nick Chubb. That's and Derek. That's Henry. because they have no choice. True, because they don't have Deshaun. But Derek, yeah, what about like, Tennessee? What about the Titans? But no, no, you can't, even say, you can't even say the Titans because look, look at that year. Derrick Henry has such a great year. Now look at him now. He, he, no, he, he ain't doing what he said he was doing. He the, he the Russian king, right? Where you at, my boy? I'm who, who did y'all have? Yeah, where did y'all have Cam? Y'all had Cam at three. Yeah, had had three. I had okay. I had Cam at I had Cam at one. Oh, you had you Cam did? at one. Why did you have him so high? I had Cam at one because Cam. Come on, bro. This Cam Newton. <laughs> like he was yeah, doing his thing, threat, bro. He was doing his thing. And look to say to say, I'll say it like this: if if Cam, because at that time Cam was real young, and even too he was living his life, and obviously he was putting this, he was going with the culture. You know, he was with the social media. But you you can't be with the social media and showing off and not backing it up, my boy. Mm-hmm. Like, that Super Bowl, that that low key, I put him high, but that Super Bowl still make me mad. It felt like you wasn't really trying to win that game. You didn't have that it factor at that point. Like you were, like you just felt like you didn't really, you didn't really, you couldn't do it. Like you're, you, you worked so hard for this. If I, oh no, if I worked that hard throughout the season to whip everybody's behind and then get there and you the only team in my way, you're crazy. I'm not losing to nobody. You're crazy. Honestly, I feel like Cam is at the end of his career. He was a little overrated because he couldn't pass the ball. He he wasn't a great pocket passer. Like, granted, he didn't have the weapons, but he wasn't a great pocket passer. His decision making was poor. Um, I felt like it still is low key. Well, not still is, but last couple years has been crazy. Like. Yeah, but that's he's regressing at when you when you when you base your game off pure athleticism and talent, it only gets you so far. You feel me? 
Like you can't just, okay, I'm going to go out there and do 300, throw 300 yards, three passing touchdowns, and rush for 50. You can't do that every game with these teams who are scheming, quarterback spying you nine times out of ten. You got to figure it out, bro. Throw the ball. Defensive tackles beating on you all game. like Exactly, because you're holding on to the ball so long that mm-hmm. you have no choice but to take that sack. Pause. To, to, to be honest, that's why that's why if you also, if we had to throw a, just a piggyback off this, if we had to do a quarterback, I think in my opinion, if just a it's just a small topic, but I would think Peyton is the smartest quarterback out of all time. Like smartest? I think the only reason why is because he wasn't so like crazy about his 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 audibles and where he wants the, the ball to go. Like he was he was to his word. If he's throwing, if he's telling you you're getting the ball, you're getting the ball. He knows the math. He knows the system. He knows what they're trying to do. So I think about it. His brother, I understand. They both got two rings, but at the same time, do we do Eli? Had a bunch of weapons. I feel, like Brady, I feel like Brady takes that spot over anybody, anytime. Don't make that face, though. It's Tom fucking Brady, bro. All, all you can really say is Randy and Grunt, bro. Because nobody going to sit here and say Julian Elderman. Nobody going to sit here and say Danny Amendola, Wes Walker. Like, you're not going to say those people when you think of Tom Brady's weapons for real. Like, yeah. Think about think about those three. Think about them three slot players I just named, and think about think about these these outside receivers that's killing now. These slot receivers that's killing now. Like you don't think Brady? Why why are you making that face? Why are you making that face? Make your point. Say what you got to say. If Brady had, I'll say it like this: If Brady had those weapons, like even if they were younger. And Brady had them weapons now. What weapons are we talking about, though? Like, like, you... like if, Gronk, if Gronk was like, like younger, and he was on Tampa now, and what they're doing now, then I would be like, I right, like, I don't know. Yeah. Brady, Brady's gonna be on this league. He might win like three more ships straight yeah. back to back. <laughs> like, like yeah. if it was like 2012, 2013 Gronk right now, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I give you that. Bro. All right. Uh, we'll transition to the next topic. Um, I got uh, wait. I got one honorable mention. Well, oh, you got honorable mention. My bad, bro. Go ahead. For the, for the uh, for the dual threat, you feel me? Might be too early, but I'm thinking Kyler, bro. I'm thinking. I'm nah, thinking over for Kyler. Me, nah, nah. Kyler gonna get Kyler. up there, bro. I'm not taking Kyler because he can't throw the fucking ball down the middle. He like he, he can't see. He got, but when he, wait till he get D hop back. <laughs> when he get D hop back, you can reevaluate him. Feel me? That's security blanket. He's tough. He's tough. You just the only thing like, is that offensive scheme is going to hinder him from like, like really developing. I feel because it's such a pass-heavy offense. Like he has to do a lot. He has to do a lot in that system. Yo, do re- do remember? Do remember? He is not that tall. Yeah, he's five nine. Yeah, your camera went out. He's like five nine, five ten. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, your camera. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Sorry, yeah. I mean, I really, I really want to say Josh Allen, but I'm not sure how the people was going to feel about that one. Jo- Josh, I would, have, I would have a little bit agree to that, a little bit. He's not bad. Nah. Josh is I. Josh <laughs> That's is I. on my. 
Yeah, he's he's strong. I, I'm I'm afraid he might get injured doing that shit all the time. So, yeah, he's like he's like he's strong. He's, he's strong for it. He's strong for it. I can yeah, see him. Yeah, that's a big boy. Yeah, that's a big dude. But he could swing that motherfucker. He could swing that. Oh, but yeah. I mean, I, it's it's tough between him and Pat Mahomes with arm strength, though. I don't know which one you think. Nah, I got it, bro. You think you think he got it like that, though? Is it really that clear? I got it like, like that, bro. Pat got it like that, bro. Don't do that to Pat. Did you see? Did you see? What's dude name? Is a gay? I don't get his name wrong. Is it Gabe Davis? Mm-hmm. The dude that just went off lot not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Number thirteen. This man threw a seventy-yard post to this man, bro. Like seven, it was in the air for seventy yards, bro. That man did not look like he threw it hard at all. Like it just looked like it looked like he was throwing a quick little slant or something like that. And that bitch, that ball went seventy yards, bro. Nah, but I've seen Pat do some crazy shit, bro. I've seen Pat sling it like sidearm across the field to Tyree on some stupid shit. So I can't. Amen. That's different. That is something different. Like I said, Pat gonna be a mixture of Aaron and um, Mike a little bit together, bro. He be slinging it like low key. He be and he be don't don't get me wrong. Just like Aaron, Aaron on some be on some Houdini. Pat be on some Houdini. Like, did you look at last week's game, bro? He was, bro. I've never seen a quarterback run and play around and just simply just throw the ball like. Oh, the I can do this every day. The 2K, the Madden screen. I think when it comes to that, though, Aaron Rodgers got it. Like, that whole sidearm, that whole... He really put the ball wherever he wants to put the ball. Put it put it like that, bro. It's like, wherever wherever Aaron Rodgers want to put it, he can put it. Back, shoulder, all that, bro. All that. Who are you got that weird Aaron snap. or Pat? taking Aaron or Pat? Am I taking Aaron, Aaron or Pat? Aaron. Aaron. He's the most accurate thrower. Yeah, yeah, I feel like you got to You're a biased Green Bay fan. That's why. Yeah, I can be a Green Bay fan because at the same time, Aaron is the GOAT. He's the only person in the league to only have two interceptions for a season. Who's doing that? I'm sorry. He's 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 doing that. He's. I'm thinking, I'm thinking back. I'm thinking back. Respectfully. Respectfully. Give me the old. Give me give me Aaron and give me them old teammates. Jermichael Finley, Randall Cobb, Jordy Nelson. <laughs> you're not you're not beating us. You're not beating us. Nelson. Yeah, Kari, what you who you picking? You're the top breaker. I gotta pick Aaron, bro. Got to. Got to. Another thing. Another thing. Another reason why I threw that low key because I just seen something not too long ago. Pat Mahomes was talking about how he just started learning how to read coverages and shit like that, like the season ago or something, which nice. doesn't make any sense. Like how you yeah, get through high sense. school, That's college, good. and ball out like that, but you really weren't able to read coverages like that. Hey, That's, yo, That's crazy to me. Like because like quarterback, you got to be seasoned. People don't understand. Like it takes years to master that position. Like years, bro. To truly understand a offense an offensive scheme as well as every team's defensive scheme. Like, they throwing shit at you, Tampa twos and all this bullshit, cover twos, cover threes with blitzes. That shit crazy, bro. And you got to do it on the fly. That's why I got to give them all their props. Like, bro, like Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, and Tony Romo, I know you be seeing them on the live games when they be calling out the plays. Yeah. They know who's blitzing. They know which corner is blitzing. I don't know how they be doing that, bro. That to me is crazy. 
They've like, seen yeah, it all before. That's why it's like other ones coming. Like, how you know that, bro? Like, yeah, they've seen it millions of times, bro. Millions of times. But yeah, we're gonna transition to the next topic. Um, which is hold on, uh, how do you feel about the NFL potentially expanding for two teams in London? So the NFL is thinking about expanding these two teams in London because they want more revenue. They want a European division. Um, how do you guys feel about that? Well, I feel like they got to do what they got to do to make their money. Feel me? But now I think it's good for the game, though. Cause you know they have they, they have games out there every year, right? Like a couple yeah, at teams least, at least two years. or three. But the only thing I think is um like the time difference is so different. Don't they play earlier in the morning? Aren't those games like super early? Yeah, that sure. and the travel time. That's the only issue I have. Like yeah. how are they traveling from London to face somebody in like New York or face somebody in like Cali? Like, how does that fucking work? But it's like, smart, though. like it's people out there who really do watch American football, though. So I'm pretty sure that's good for them to be able to see it like in live action. You feel me? Yeah, I feel you. I, feel, I mean, they want to increase revenue because they feel like they could capitalize on that market. But like I said, you're you're taking a, a lot away from these players who who live in that country because they have to travel all the way over to a different country now in a different time zone. And they got to prepare for a team who's going to kick their ass, potentially. That's a fact. Imagine, imagine getting your ass whooped 40 to 0 and then going back to London on a long-ass trip. <laughs> like, nah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, Just have a 9 a.m. game. He's right. Yeah, I'm not. They're I'm scared. Imagine, bro. I'm not taking that trip. <laughs> I'm not going over. Like, like, an NFL subdivision over there or something like that, like... I mean, look, it is good. Look, it's good that the NFL is doing this. They're trying to expand and bring more to American football because at the end of the day, American football isn't really like as big as like people like people only watch it for the Super Bowl. Really? Like they don't really care about the seasons. They don't care about the playoffs. They really just care about it for the Super Bowl because that's where everybody is. They're placing their bets. They're trying to figure out who's going to win. They're trying to figure out who's going to be MVP. Like, so to get uh, to get like two teams out there in London is good because now people people from different like places will now see like the ethic, the works that we put in as like American like football teams and see like what football is really about. It's not really like a bad sport. It's just you know y'all see the works, y'all see what we do for a living. You know. Mm-hmm. I respect that. Like we, like, like, we love soccer, but we 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 don't go over there and stuff like that. Some of us do, but this would be another. This just like soccer being over here. We love the fact that Cristiano Ronaldo and all of them come over here and advocate with certain NFL players and certain baseball players and basketball players because that's good. That's good for the culture. That's good for the people. We we, we want to see our athletes get along. We want to see our athletes expand. Give other kids hope that, oh, maybe I'll go over there in America and prove to America that I, I'm good at football. Like, that's right. the same, my boy, do it. Do you, you think it's worth it? You think it's worth building a team there? I think it's worth it. Try. It's worth it. Try. try. They got the money. Yeah, yeah, of course. They're a trillion dollar company. They got the money. They got the money. It, it, it would, it's, it's a scene. That's the thing, though. It's not going to be about the money. 
It's mostly gonna be about the dedication to the players that is who. Who's no, TJ. You think it's not gonna be about the money? No, but, it, but no, but I'm saying I'm saying it like this though. Like it's just like those other league. It's just like those other like certain. You it's just like playing in like a G League or something like that. Like or trying to get teams to expand and you going to other places. Like do remember like they need to find players that are really dedicated to the sport. We don't know people. I I haven't seen. I'm be honest with you. I've been over there. I I never like. I've seen over there, and I'm just saying it's not really much. But you know, they're not playing American football. They don't really care about American football. Yeah, they're playing rugby. Yeah, rugby is the the <laughs> rugby is the top tier. Rugby is the sport that they want to like. You know, expand more. Like I feel like, and even to I play rugby, and I feel like rugby. We as Americans should play rugby too. Like American and rugby is fun. Like. It's not bad. It's, I yeah, thought it was a bad sport, but it's not bad. Crazy is to me. I feel like they try and bring up all this CTE talk with football. I feel like rugby. That you more likely to to get your bell rung playing rugby than you are football. Right. For fuck. See, I, I don't. I don't know because I, I. It's a physical sport. It's it's you lean with your head. All that. Yes. But at the same time, there are rules in rugby that I've learned. Like, they can't, nobody can hit you. Like, in reality, they're not supposed to hit you nowhere near above, like, the chest. Mm-hmm. Like, above, up and down the chest is cool. But, you know, they do have good techniques for, like, tackling. So I do feel like rugby, like, rugby can learn something from football, and football can learn something from rugby, you know? Just an even exchange in sports. Like they're both physical sports. They're both dangerous. You both can catch concussions literally anytime. You both can really hurt yourself, paralyze yourself at any time. So I think we should. I think rugby and football should come together and actually work on a method to try to like help all the players not get hurt. You know that would be smart. We we more something. You know what they should do? They should actually have a subdivision of of rugby players come to the NFL. That would be interesting. At least Didn't put them on like. Have somebody that played rugby like two years ago. Yeah, they have a couple players coming in and out, like the fast motherfuckers. Yeah, but it's not like something like like somebody with with quality talent. You feel me? Like a superstar potential player no. to come out from a rugby team and come into the NFL and dominate. You feel me? We've never had something like that. Hold on, I'm sorry. I had to pause you right there. But they, we did have somebody like that. He played on the Bills. Of a guy's name, he played rugby. He played on the Bills. He was actually playing during the pre, during the preseason, like last year. He was yeah, running back, right? One of them rugby players. Mm-hmm. They played. Yeah, he played. He was a running back. Yeah, he was yeah, actually good. He was, was actually he really good. Was he white or black? He's black. He's black. <laughs> he was good, bro. He was really good. I wish he would have kept playing. So what happened to him? He just disappeared off the face of the it's, earth. It's certain teams just, you know, some teams just let you go. That's how. That's how it is. You know. The, it, remember, NFL is not like it's not something to. It's something to be proud about. But at the same time, you have to watch yourself in the NFL. They can kick you out as fast as the, it. All it takes is one time. Eddie Lacy, <laughs> you fat. <laughs> you time to go, my boy. Like, yeah, Eddie. They, Eddie that was playing. a sad case because Eddie was actually good. Eddie was actually good. They got rid of him so fast. And where, where is he at now? Where do you see him at? What, do you, what commercial, what TV show? None of that. Yeah, I don't see Eddie anywhere. That's tough. Um, 
On to the next topic, we have uh, should there be more outlets for football players who don't make the NFL, such as an NFL G League or a CFL, more connected to the NFL? How do y'all feel about that? I'm going to let y'all go first. Please. Go ahead, Kai. Let me pop it off? Yeah, pop it off. Uh, I feel like, honestly, I feel like Dersura kind of is, in a sense. With the, I mean, this the Canadian Football League was all right. But I feel like it's not getting as much exposure as like the USFL is. You feel me? Because what about the XFL? Out, huh? The XFL. Remember that was a thing. No, the X, didn't they shut that down? Didn't yeah, I get, exactly. Like, it went bankrupt. They got, the, they got the USFL though. That uh, all these players be coming from and they be going to the NFL. Well, this past season it was, it was quite a few of them. Mm. Quite a few of them. Mm. I mean, like Maurice uh, Alexander from the Lions. He was in the I've USFL. Who is that? Kavante Turbin from the uh, Cowboys. He was in the USFL. Mm. Hmm. But like, I feel like it's growing. You feel me? I feel like as long as long as every year there's like 25, 25, 30 of those people from the USFL who go to the NFL. I feel like they're that's making progress. But I just seen something not too long ago. They were talking about um how the USFL was making like college stops like they was going to different d1 colleges talking to the kids and all that stuff so i say we give it a couple years and we're gonna see how it goes we're gonna see how it goes go ahead cj um i would say um yes over it because a lot of these players are not uh players are still young when they come out of college trying to go to the nfl do remember that some of them don't finish school so they don't know what they want to do. This is what they lived their life for. This is what they thrive to get to. This is what they've slept on. This is what every every kid, every black kid, every football player, like all of them, they're trying to live this life. They want to play football and just make this money. But at the same time, they're not really telling you like, look, like not all of y'all going to make it. And being for real with y'all and letting y'all know, like, bro, when you, when you, like, tell, tell somebody that's 20, 21, yo, you're a junior still in college. You have the option. You're at Alabama, roll tide. You have the option to leave. Do remember, when you leave and you step foot out of this college dorms without your degree, you ain't finished yet. Do remember, there is no coming back after that. You can come back to finish, but do remember, you're going to be struggling for a while if, you, if the football don't work. Say if mm-hmm. you get hurt. Say if you get an injury that don't last you, it's it's done. It's over. They're telling you you can't play no more. But like there's other but but like I said, there should be another G League for players that actually put in the effort and they work so hard for that. Like I wouldn't want somebody to tell me that I can't make it and then now it's just like, what am I gonna do next? You think uh, like they don't wanna be out here working a nine to five or something like that. They wanna be playing football. And the fact that we have Mm-hmm. That's kind of crazy. And I said that's kind of crazy because if you really think about it, like, like you said, once you, once you get injured and once you leave that campus, what's next? Word. What's the next step for you, bro? Like, they don't prepare these kids for, and they and the kids don't prepare themselves. And I feel like that falls on the parents too, because they put so much expectations on these kids being five star recruits, four star recruits, and then going to schools. Knowing that their kid has a one percent chance of making it to the NFL, the combine is not guaranteed. The draft sure. is not guaranteed, even though it's like a what eight round draft. We got eight nine rounds in the NFL. 
You're not guaranteed. It's 24. 24. It's 24 rounds? I thought it was 24. Is it like 24? 24 rounds? I don't know. Nah. It's like nine rounds, bro. I think it's 24. Nah, you tweaking. <laughs> tweaking bro. I might be tweaking. I might be tweaking. But nah, but like nine, eight. One of those. But, um, yeah, bro, that shit is not guaranteed for you, bro. Like, you gotta have a plan, and this is what we need to do with our with our athletes, especially football players. Make sure you sit down with them and talk to them about, hey, if you don't make the football team, if you don't make the NFL, what's your next goal? What's your next step? How are you are you stable financially enough where you can go to a nine to five or even say content creating? Because I've seen a lot of NFL players doing content creating, going on YouTube trying to make revenue from that, you know, and that's big because that's showing you like it you have destroying, for example, he's a big content creator. You feel me? Like he didn't make the NFL. He's still trying to, you know, push his way into the NFL in the NFL, you know, area, but it's not gonna work out for him. He's doing seven on sevens. That's dope. You know, you're giving young kids platforms to showcase their talents. So I think that's really dope to do. It's it's all how you look at it, bro. It's all, it's all how you look at it. Nah, it's tough perspective. I mean, NFL teams, they have, um, like, practice squads and stuff like that, but that's not really... They only have, but what, like, six, seven slots on that practice squad? It's, it's something low, I know. It ain't nothing crazy, but... What is it, 56? Every team is 56 jerseys or something like that? Yeah, some shit like that. So, now they definitely do need an outlet like the G League. Yeah, for a fact. For a fact. Um, uh, we're going to transition into the NFL power rankings week six, one through five. You can start off CJ. Um, okay. Power ranking. Yes, sir. Bills. Bills at one. Yeah, I got bills at one. Okay. Um, Tampa Bay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Green Bay. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. Green Bay. Um, uh, I have the Colts. No, 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 no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I put the Colts first, but I should have put. Um, I should have put the Giants. I'm sorry, I, I can't do that to the Giants because lately, you know, even though we just lost to them, I have to be honest. The Giants, for some reason, I have been coming up with this. Now they're back to this fourth quarter. Let me come back and win. Type vibe. <laughs> It's it's scary right now. It's scary. Um, yeah. You got the Patriots. And that's your five? Yes. Yeah, okay. Not a bad five. That's interesting, though. Patriots always going to make it. Bill Bill not staying out the playoffs. This is Bill. Come on. For your power, you, yeah, that's not bad. Oh. All right, when we pop mine off? Yeah, for a fact. All right, so five, I got Vikings. Mm -hmm. Four, I got the Cowboys. Three, the Chiefs. Two, the Eagles. And then the Bills at number one. Yeah, Jig is in the Bills, bro. The Bills is that nice to y'all? I think their offense is that explosive. And y'all don't have the Eagles? Eagles is five and old, bro. I, Nobody's in the Eagles. I understand yeah. that, but this is, this is the Bills, bro. The Bills. Right. I'm going to say mine. So I got the Ravens at five. I got the Niners at four. I got the Chiefs at three. I got the Bills at two. And I got the Eagles at one. 
I don't know how the fuck y'all don't got the Eagles on y'all list at all. No. Not the That's Eagles. Nice. They number two. Oh, they number two. Okay. I don't have the. I don't have the. I got the Eagles at like number six. I'm surprised you got the Giants. Oh, Wildin. The only reason why the only come on, I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. Them teams that go undefeated, bro, it be just like they go undefeated, they get to the playoffs and then they lose. I'm tired of that. But but we talking about power. That's how the Cowboys be every year, bro. But that's I'm I understand we talking about power, but I'm talking about like I want to I understand, but like the Eagles, they they going undefeated right now. But at the same time, it's like we gonna be betting on them right now and then. Five minutes later, they asses just sit down on the sidelines watching everybody else play the playoffs, and they just like, "Oh, what happened this year? Oh, you guys lost the rest of the games. That's what happened this year, you know." Like, Check in on them in like eight weeks. We gonna see how they doing. Yeah, we we still in weeks. We still in the beginning of the. We still we, six weeks. Six. We shouldn't be. These are games that every y'all should be winning, and y'all better be winning. But if y'all ain't winning, hey man, look, y'all gonna be sitting out. We we gonna be sitting in. Like we gonna be there. Who's your sleeper team? Excuse me. Me. Us. <laughs> me. Us. The Green Bay. Oh, what kind of reach Green Bay. The Jags my sleeper team. Giants. Oh, I love that one. Green Bay. And you said Green Bay. Why do you feel like your team is a sleeper? I feel like y'all sleeper. Man, y'all be sleeping on that man Aaron all the time. It's always What's that record? Three and two right now? Yes. Okay. I'm not going to overreact to that. Nah, I didn't say the, uh, the Giants. I said the Jaguars. The Jaguars. The Jags. Yeah. The Jags are what? Three and two as well? I believe so, yeah. Let me check their record. Hold on. Give me one second. Because, because if you... I, I, don't, I don't like the Green Bay team because y'all don't have good receivers and Aaron can't count on them. Why don't you like us? Yeah, you you can't count on the Giants anyway. No, no, I know we can't count on. I can't count on Daniel Jones to save my life. But I uh, see, see, that's the problem with y'all. Like all you Giants fans, y'all do this all the time. Y'all hate Daniels, but at the same time, Daniels is not a bad quarterback for somebody that can actually. He could for him to. He's he's not bad. He's just not that guy. Yeah, he's just not that. That means he's bad to me. If he's not that, I'd rather have. I'm about to say some crazy shit. I, I ain't want to say some crazy shit. I'd rather have Tyrod Taylor than Daniel Jones. Whoa, whoa. Exactly like the name that was on my mind, too. I'd rather have Tyrod. I'd rather have Cam Newton. That's true. I'd rather have Cam Newton than Daniel Jones. That's true. Nathan Peterman. Nah, that's a reach. That's, a, that's crazy. That's he a, said he just said some crazy. Yeah. <laughs> But, no, but how do y'all have how do y'all have the Jags as a sleeper? They're they're th- third in division behind the Colts. Well, not when they played the Texans though. But tell me, last three weeks before that, they they've been putting up some decent numbers. Mm-hmm. They've been losing, but they just keep an eye out on them. That's all I'm gonna say. Just keep. Can, an you, eye out. can I have two sleeper teams? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. If you really if you really want to get a team to not sleep on, Detroit. Hmm. Detroit, they think I didn't notice them in that Seattle game. I noticed. I noticed. Say it again. Was that the first game of the year? Uh, no, that was like what, like week three or week two? But but they're one and four though, bro. They're, they're one and four. Look, look, that's cool. Look, one and four. But look, it's always those teams that be, you know. 
they go so sneak in the wild card, card and then yes, that's, 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 that, that, that like, is it right there. The wild like, card. And then yeah, now they get the top seed up out of there. Yeah, we got to keep watching because it's a long season. It's a long season. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, my sleeper is... My sleeper... I would say the Packers. I like it. I'm iffy on y'all. I'm, I'm iffy. I'm iffy on y'all. Because y'all got Aaron, so it's like, it's a lot for y'all to make playoffs. You play see off. how we both trying to come together? You might as well just be a part of the cheese heads, my okay. boy. <laughs> 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 I'm not being part of the fucking cheese heads. Oh man, you can throw in the hat, you know. <laughs> but yes, joints. Yeah, but y'all gonna have me get my cheese head hat and just sitting up here. <laughs> who who do y'all think? Who who's the best receiver in the league right now? Off topic. Off topic. Can't say who's the best, but you know who who's great. Whose game to me it just doesn't make sense. Like how they're that good. Mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson, bro. You ever watch his? You ever watch him? Like his game? Yeah, I've watched him. I've he's watched hitting him. DBs with all calm moves. He's not doing nothing crazy, but he always gets separation. Somehow he's always open. Don't mm-hmm. matter what DBs on him. Like the calmest moves ever. It's just clean, clean route running, but like open. And you see what he's doing with these yards out here oh. breaking all these records. I, I, I think the best receiver, Stephon Diggs. Stephon. Okay. Now, is, that, is that because of his usage rate? Is that because? No, that's because, he runs, yes. that's, because, that's because he is a, an explosive route runner. He's good off his feet. He's good after contact. And even to what he can do, a catch, what he can do after he catch the ball. You're not, like, he's, he's good. It, it, he's like in any I, I feel like in any situation but not in any but in some situations he is that factor that you can depend on to bail you out like he can be that factor he, he's, the, he's that receiver he's that guy my sleeper receiver is Amon Ra St. Brown I like him a lot guys really good yeah, he's very skilled very skilled wide receiver now you respect um, yeah all right. Um, our final topic, um, is the Dan Snyder Derek on the NFL executives. So I'm gonna read this article that I have about the situation. Um, so Dan Snyder says to NFL, the NFL is a mafia and they can't fuck with him. So apparently, he ha- he hired a private investigator to um dig dirt. On Roger Goodell and uh, what's this guy named Jerry Jerry Jones? Yeah, so he he hired some PIs to to get text messages and uh, emails, and he he hired some journalists. So basically, Dan is trying to you know get as much as he can before he gets the boot out of the NFL. How do y'all feel about this? What, what are y'all taking away from this situation? Um, Go ahead. I just feel like it's tough. It's tough situation. I mean, he's a billionaire, bro. Like, like you can only tell him, but so much for real. And and if he, bro, you gotta think about it, though. If he's willing to just risk all this, like if if he's that confident enough to sit back, like can't nobody mess with me. Like I got dirt on y'all. Like that means he really got some heat. That means he that that man got some shit that's going. They gotta leave. They gotta get fired. 
new ownership, all that. Like that's where I think he's headed with it. Yeah, he's he's tar- he's allegedly targeted six owners with that private in- investigator, which is crazy. The owners probably got a little group chat, a little text, email, yeah. chain, something, and, and they're talking crazy to each other, mm-hmm. like about it's other right. owners, about head coaches, anything really. No, scary though. If you think about it, somebody have your emails, your personal emails, your text messages of what you're talking about privately. That's now you crazy. can't think what you wrote. Like you could have really wrote some BS on there. You going back looking at old emails, trying to. But now nah, it's too late for all that. It's definitely too late for that. I feel like I feel like them that like for the person that has the dirt, like we all know. Like I feel like even, he's right though. The NFL is such a dirty and like not dirty, but just also corrupt place. Dirty. You know, it's, it's dirty. A, I'm sorry to say it, but we'll, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it on here. It's a group of people that are sitting up there that have never touched a football in a day of their life, never realized what it's like to be an actual player, to go through the stress and the ups and downs, and they're doing whatever they like, whatever they want with the money with people, with the jobs, the people they run, the people that's under them, yeah. everything. So, I feel like that's the majority of sports, though, if you really think about it. These motherfuckers sit, sit up but, in their little boots and look at us like we're fucking ants in an ant farm. They don't give a fuck. The NFL is I'm much worse. Butt, bro. Yeah, the, the NFL is worse. I'm going to keep it a buck, bro. They really don't give a fuck about these NFL players, bro. <laughs> like, they could go. They could go next year when the draft comes. They could go find whoever it is that they replace. They could go in the little NFL free agency pool, pick out whatever little player they could. Everybody's replaceable, bro. That's how the owners see it. All everybody is, bro. Head coaches, offensive coordinators, they all replaceable, bro. Yeah, everybody but the owner. And it goes back to what we were talking about with the CFL and having a G League. That's the whole reason why I think they don't want to go that route because they would have to be paying people more money and they don't want to fucking do that because they already feel like, oh, we pay enough money for these, you know, for these guys to be running on the field and hitting each other. So why would we pay other people to go do the same shit? You feel me? I mean, I might be wrong, but it's like that's like them being like, well, instead of me making seven billion dollars this year, I'll make six and a half. You feel me? I'll make six billion this year. Like. To me, like I feel like they got it. Every NFL owner got it. They have they have that money to do that. Yeah, if they sell it on like a, bro. like a JV NFL team, if if that's what we're leaning towards, almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the idea of that, like a JV ish. But will it well, ever? We're gonna have the practice squad players seven on seven, or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, the NFL is weird, bro, because the All Star game is trash. They they took that out. They about to do like a whole flag football shit or whatever they about to do. And it's like, what's the direction? What's what, what are y'all heading to? What's the motion? Feel me? Like, what are we doing? Should do? They should have every NFL player who makes the like the Pro Bowl selection, whatever it is. They should all play a game, but they all have to play out of position. Get what I'm saying? That's interesting. Odell did that shit like a couple years back. He's playing like safety or some stupid shit. Yeah, like they, that. Don't wear, yeah, they should do stuff like that. They should make it fun for the players. You feel me? I feel like the players should have the first say because they the ones out there running. You feel me? Like they should should have a little say so in as what it is they feel like they should do with that. Um, with the that's All-Star what they do. But that's what they that's what they do in the All Star game though. 
they actually do sometimes play different positions and like actually like, like make it mandatory. Like I don't want to see Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball. I want to see Aaron Rodgers backpedaling or running routes or something <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? You can't do that. You can't do that. You're gonna hurt the merchandise. Aaron gonna look at you like you're crazy. Really gonna come after you, right? Yeah. They be doing that in practice anyway, man. Nah, like I said, some of these, some of these owners and. NFL teams, y'all know what y'all doing. Y'all making these players sign these contracts. Y'all making them, you know, work hard for you, play for your team, show out, get your team to a certain position, and then when they get hurt, you decide to say, you know what? It's I'll say it like this. You see why the Steelers, all, all their players now have dismembered is because what happened? They don't want to pay certain players the most more money. They don't want to give them that type of entitlement. They don't want no franchises tags on none of them. They don't care what you what you think. They're gonna give you the money that they think you deserve. Like it's not like you can argue with them and tell them like, bro, I'm the best player. Le'Veon was the best running back at that time. Did you think he deserved more money because he was carrying that team at that time? Yeah, absolutely. But guess what? What they do? He sat out for a couple of games, and then they had an issue. But at the same time, this man created something that started a movement throughout the whole league. Everybody was like, "Be patient," telling all their players, all their running backs, "Be patient." You can't. And what they couldn't do, you couldn't copy him. That was just his style. He he was the only one that could do it. But then once we started doing that, and he was becoming the best player, well, y'all let him go. Y'all said he he. The money he think he deserved, I was giving him this little bit of chump change, but he's making the movement. He's making the Steelers what they are. It's not like A.B. at that time was really making the Steelers what they are because A.B. wasn't... A.B. was still good, but he wasn't as high as he was when he, like, you know, mid-career. You know, that A.B. that was a dog. That savage. That that 1,400, 1,500-yard A.B., whatever it was, it was something crazy. Yeah, kicking kicking punters in their face. On kick returns. Yeah, that you know that wasn't the first time that happened. I've seen like an older player do that, like in a throwback game. But that Word? was still crazy to me, though. Yeah. That was still crazy. Big booty to my punter, bro. <laughs> That's crazy. Tell you, man, it's it's, yeah, it's scary. It's scary for certain players to sign a contract and be on the team when that team is literally already telling you in the contract. Even when you read it, they're like, "Look, there's no matter of fact, it's a job." But guess what? It's a job without any health insurance, without any uh, pension, without any of that. The only way it's crazy. (laughs) It's a job. I did. I definitely definitely seen NFL players talk about that because they said something like the NBA. I think they get full coverage or something like that, even after they retire or something, some along those lines. But like health insurance or something. Yeah, but they they take these players to save their money enough where. They don't even have to give them full coverage insurance, which is crazy. Financial literacy part of it, you feel me? Yeah, I, f- I feel like you. I feel like that's why most of the time when you pay a certain players a certain amount of money and they're young, you need to, like he said, financial, you know, stability. You need to teach them that, bro. You need to keep insurance just in case you get hurt. The NFL ain't going your coverage. You need to have that money ready so when the time comes and you do tear your knee, fuck up your ankle, fuck up your shoulders, oh, oh sorry, but mess up anything of parts of your body, you need to be able to take care of yourself because the NFL ain't going to hold your hand and say, yo, I'm going to walk you out the door and make sure you're alright. We're going to walk you out of here. Like, no, they don't care. I don't care, bro. 
They wait for the next person. Oh, guess what? <laughs> Since we out here, we uh, you don't want to you don't want to play because you don't want to get paid this chump change. Kyrie, come over here. I seen your talents as a football player. How about I give you five hundred million dollars contract? Will that will that culture ever change though? I'm out of here. Will it that... won't. It won't change unless it won't change because at the end of the day, players have the play. Well, players don't really realize we really control football. They don't make this revenue without us. So why are we not standing up for everybody? Cap- Colin Kaepernick did it. Cam Newton doing it but now. You know they blackballed him. You know the they blackballed him. The way that works is if they work as a collective. If all the players buy into that. You feel me? You can't have half and half or like 60-40%. They all got it. The white, all the white players got to buy into all that whenever it's all that's that's happen, But that's yeah. when but that's where it comes to you know what's not gonna happen because the, the people we live in a world where people have greeds, okay? Players are gonna gonna want they're gonna be like you're not about to stop my bag like this my money but it's like are you willing to help the culture thrive in order to like you know would you willing to sacrifice a little something just to make sure all of us can eat all of us one hmm. person can change everybody's world what it's just like being in your hometown and being a rapper all it takes is one of y'all and now guess what you can fool and sell the media all this crap. But do keep keep your hometown, keep everybody alive. Don't don't fight over the little things. We can feed each other. We can help each other. They they don't understand that, bro. And that's that's the culture. That's the culture as we speak. It is what it is. Definitely, it's definitely enough out here for everybody to eat. But like like with the NFL, you got to think about it. They all don't make the same money, so it would be harder for different players, like compared to other players. Like that's just a just a weird situation to be in. But that's what that. But that's what y'all y'all two are right. We should have a G League because then those players that are just like you, just like players that play in D two and D three schools, give them some, give them some money to fight for. Give them a contract. Give them money that they deserve. They just trying to show their talents, just like the rest of us. Right, and, and you know what that D2 that brings in? That brings in more money for the NFL. Now you have another another way of making money. Now you have more talent pool where you can look at the talent and be like, okay, maybe we could use this guy for this. So maybe we could use that. Maybe that's a standout quarterback that we haven't seen before, but he doesn't, he doesn't get the opportunity. You feel me? And fans, fans could tap into that and be like, yo, that's kind of cool. You know, they got a G League shit kind of lit. Like I'm about to tune in. Now you got people tuning in. It's up to them, bro. If they, if they definitely, if they were to do like some little, like a little broadcasting deal with the little NFL G League, they they make money off that. I could definitely yeah. see them making money off that. People people would want to see more football. They would want to see these athletes in, in action more often than not. So that's it. That's it. All right, uh, we gonna end this the the episode with um with that um being said, we're gonna end the episode. Uh, thank you guys for listening. This is episode eleven. Thank you. Thanks, Cam. Thank you, Kyrie. Thank you, uh, CJ. Appreciate y'all.